Hello, welcome to the Stock Hypers. It's me, Brian, and my buddy, Danny. We're here to break down the amazing market that we're sitting in right now, where all the Danny and Brian stocks are just having a fantastic day. I love podcasting on a day like today. Cha-ching, Brian. Yes, it's the 29th of March. It's early mid-trading day on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I'm up 4% today, Brian. What do you got going on? I am just hovering underneath five and a half percent. Five and a half percent. This is incredible. Hey, Brian, okay. I, have a quick, I have a quick question not to get sidetracked here, but I know they talked about Robinhood about to go under and just be acquired for parts. How is Robinhood doing today? Oh, I One think Robinhood might be a little higher and doing better than our portfolios at 25% up today. Holy I got God. almost 27, Brian. That must be a few minutes old. You need to update oh, it for oh, that. Oh, oh, sorry. My Robin- Drop the dial up, Brian. It's almost It's not because Robinhood is slow. It's just because I'm just glaring, looking at my own portfolio happily. Giggly. Now, admittedly, we bought it early, but we have been saying for months that Robinhood is innovative. They're worth betting on because they're going to do things different. They just announced the extra trading hours, right? The wallet. The extra I'm trading hours, hours is it? Is it right, I now have a crypto wallet, which is empty because I'm too nervous. <laughs> but I do have a crypto wallet. I have that from Robinhood and they've extended hours. So yeah, has, so is coming to extended hours is going to make them more money because obviously the more trades that they can happen during the day. Um, and, I, and, and four hours is a big percentage. So I don't know. It's just a lot. Toppy, like uh, maybe 30% more uh, trading time during the day for them to create revenue from. Well, they probably do the mathematics, you know, to the billionth of a cent. You know, those guys are quantum physics guys. This work pays off. So they must have figured something. Yeah. How, but how do they do that, Brian? I don't get how they can do it. Others can't. Well, I think that there's always a market um, to trade between um, their own customers, you know? Okay. Maybe so this is a, is this as far as, you know, an in-house, if you have Robin Hood, you can trade with other Robin Hooders, right? Maybe, or, it, you uh-huh. know, to be honest, I don't know. It just came out today. I'm not cer- certain how it's actually going to happen, uh, but I would imagine, you know, there's people that are trading outside of our country. There must be some, there must be some way for uh, stocks to go back and forth between people after hours. I mean, really is in the old days, it was just paper. Somebody wanted to right. you know, hand you paper stock of a company and you gave them cash. You could have done that at any time during the day. Just, you know, there was well, maybe they, timings. Right. Maybe they figured a way that if, if as they get big enough, enough traders, if you want to trade within us, go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know what the laws are, but I, good right. for them for thinking about it. Right. I would imagine this is somehow going to happen, you know, like this is, this is some version of that, right? Whether it's their own customer base or they can expand it out to other platforms. So is this a part where I should feel bad about making fun that he he needs a haircut or am I still good? Yeah, no, I think you should continue to uh, make fun of Vlad. Because he needs a haircut. Yeah, he doesn't haircut. haircut. This guy's, uh, you know, I don't want to walk into a bank and see some hippie uh, doling out. Smoking pot. Right. Yeah. Drug test and a haircut. Or right. And being like, right. and then how much, okay. how much cash do you want? Um, Man, that guy's smart. So we bet on the right guy. It seems like we're just a little bit early in, in all fairness, but it's, it's happening what we had thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we can have a half pat on the back because we're up. So do you think, uh, so you think Kathy Wood is right on this too? Cause doesn't she own a lot of Robin hood? Is this what it's helping her? Cause you were telling me this morning, Kathy had a statistic come out that was quite impressive. Let me just, I'm sorry, Brian, let me get into the great minds think alike file. There it is. It's open. Oh, it's me, you, Kathy, and Vlad. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I did. You know, I've been looking at Kathy quite a bit. You know, we've always been big on her. She was down. We still are big on her. I think she takes a lot of risk. A little too much for me. But I look, if you look at five years, let's just say Warren Buffett, 
and and we're not disparaging him, obviously. A lot of respect for him. Not disparaging who? Warren Buffett? Yeah, and Warren Mo- and Charlie Munger, we have a lot of respect for. But in the last five years, ARC, the Kathy Fund, has doubled Berkshire Hathaway. I look back five years. Now, the last year, no, because it fell. But if you go back five years, it's doubled what Berkshire Hathaway's done. Even with uh, she's not Even, at her high point at all. And anyway. this is this is after this is post crash virtual low point, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing of I just think it tells us there's more than one way to skin a cat. You can do index, you can do Berkshire, big things, whatever. So yeah. I'm still. It with just Kathy. depends on your risk tolerance, but it seems that if that's the case, then the last five years, right. you and she has been being a little on the riskier side than yeah. on the Charlie Munger. Yes. Berkshire right. And so in her fund, it's, you know, she's about 35% tech, 32% healthcare, communication, 17, mm-hmm. uh, consumer about 13. And that's basically about it. So she's actually a little more diverse in, in terms of categories, but what she takes is the, the high risk, high reward type thing. She's up 6% today. Now with that said, Brian, the last year, you know, I had this is something I've never even noticed. To be honest with you, I'm up over twenty percent for, and I've not even really thought about. It. That's never crossed my mind that I'm up twenty percent over Kathy personally. The oh, DNA hedge fund. You are up. up over her. Gotcha. Yes. So wow. if 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 you, I know you're probably you're mentally doing your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's me, Kathy, Charlie. I call him Chuck. You guys know Charlie Munger, and then Warren Buffett. Okay. I'll take the higher one a little bit. I'm just saying. Right. So, yeah. The one that's just that. a little bit of a. Uh, head higher than the rest of them is that what you're right. saying? Right, and, and Brian, you of course have the, or we have the, because we're partners. So, what did Kathy buy.com site, which mm-hmm. is fascinating to me, and she has started picking up her buying lately, and she's made a lot of good moves real recently, Brian. So, yeah, you know what I saw that? yesterday. Um, I don't know if you're, you should be paying attention to the site since I, I am. Um, Actually, I, Brian, that's one of your better features. One of my benefits of knowing you this long is you had a great idea. And it's okay. So what did Kathy buy.com is the site that we have. It's just real simple, easy. It's not going to uh, throw a bunch of uh, ads and uh, be crazy. Too much data. Some of those sites, Brian, are too much data. And I think I know me. I'm not smart enough to get all that. So, yeah, I just want to see what she bought and sold. That was the whole idea of it. I just want to see what did what happened today in her funds. So I noticed something yesterday that was really interesting that hadn't happened before. As far as I know, is that she bought Matterport yesterday. She bought like five hundred thousand Matterport. But Brian, a decent amount, even for her. I mean, that's yeah. Okay, right. Fifty three thousand shares, right? Five hundred and fifty three thousand. Holy shit. I mean, she doesn't mess around. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, you should probably take me off the uh, Mount Rushmore now because I don't have the balls to do that. Good for her. Well, she, and, and Matterport's up double digits today, by the way. Yeah, Matterport's been doing phenomenally well the last week or two. If you'd bought, I, I did. Um, That's, I noticed that. Oh, I thought yeah. it was 53. Oh my gosh. Wow. Kathy, yeah. look out. Get out the checkbook. But she's still see, like every single day for the past couple of weeks, she's had the exact, like, I don't know if she just forgot to, like, this is on <laughs> autopilot and she forgot to turn it off. But every day she buys adaptive biosciences and she buys burning rock biotech. Those are two buys every single day. And then every day she's selling Vertec pharmaceuticals. Those are happening every single day over the past week and a half. I I've never even heard of those who know what they do, Brian. Do you have any idea what the hell they are besides biotech? No, I don't. I, I have no idea. I like the name Burning Rock Biotech. I love that. It kind of has a nice ring to it. Um, I think, uh, wasn't that your band's name back in high school? Uh, no, it was actually Danny and the Danettes. I oh, was Danny. I was yes. close. 
Okay, now she's also, Brian, let's get back to some stuff that people that have a PhD and everything can understand. Is she's been buying Zoom again, which I own, C Limited, and she's buying Roku and Roblox, as well as Coinbase. Those are ones I can identify. What, what do you make of that? Yeah, I think one, a lot. Uh, we're looking at like good metaverse plays with Roblox and now um, it, it Zoom as well. I would say Zoom is in uh, something that people don't think about, but I think that that's going to be a metaverse. And we're saying the metaverse thing um, kind of loosely as right. just not talking about like Facebook's version of it, just in general, how we're going to interact on the internet and with each other. But right. um, I think she's like innovation. That's what she's looking for. And those companies definitely have that. Um, What's interesting about Zoom, because I, man, I, I'd wanted to buy more of that. Maybe I will now, Brian. I don't know. I won't even hyper hate that because I'm mm-hmm. still nervous on that. When they, well, it's a good price right now if you're just looking for value, you know, mm-hmm. um, for, well, they're up buy. almost 30% from their ultimate bottom, but they're still down for the year. Yeah. But that is, now that one, Brian, the PE ratio is down to 25 and the market cap is 37. Mm. That used to be a over a hundred billion dollar stock and plenty more than that. And it's interesting because if I think about my life now, um, I'm one of the people that uh, constantly I'm using Zoom every single day. So, you know, one of uh, one wait, wait, Brian, tell us how is this people in town, out of town? Is it work? Is it social? Just generally without getting too specific, what do you use it for? It's mostly for people out of town, but you and I are, are Zooming to do this all the time, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a bit of just uh, even people that um, I just want to talk to uh, in town, mm-hmm. um, I'm using Zoom for. Um, but most of it is, you know, coordinating with people who are not in uh, the vicinity of me. And previously, w- would you have done phone calls or conferences? Yeah, it would have been phone calls or you would struggle with... Um, you know, some other service. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Google has Meet or something. I don't know. I don't remember they what they have. Duo? Google. Is that it? I think it's Duo. I don't know. It was no. something before that. They've killed it okay. many times, but you're right. I It would just be a phone call. It'd be a conference call. And it's obviously better Zoom. Of the two, it's gotten better, right? I think so. I think the quality of it's much better than when it started, you know, or at least when I started using it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me ask this, Brian. What if you had a call and it was on the VR, it's on your VR thing? Would you do it? Or is that yeah, that would be interesting. I'd certainly try it. I just don't want to wear a headset, you know, for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the problem and the yeah. setup process. When it's real simple and easy and I'm just putting on a pair of like reading glasses. Yeah, yeah I think that's going to be phenomenal. But at the moment, it's a yeah. little cumbersome. I'm with that on that one. So, Brian, what are some of your biggest gains today right now because we're, oh, now we're basking minus well, C. it's hard to beat robin hood at the at the 24 or whatever the percent is on 26 the and a half as we speak sofi 10 lucid which is kind of getting caught up in my tesla are you still okay. a tesla holder or no no i don't have tesla or lucid oh wow. okay my matter port's up 14 percent. so oh here's another kathy stock that i'm doing really well with on today it's way down from where i bought it but yeah. it's nice to see a nice pop, which is a DNA. Um, that DNA. is that Ginkgo Biowork. Um, they oh. have been just crushed over the past two months uh, from like uh, t- between 10 and 12 down to like four. And they do um, what again? They do like DNA sequencing, Brian? What is that again? Sounds yeah, they up. basically um, kind of like um, uh, AI, AFI, the, uh, the DNA sequencing so that you can use it in many different things like plants, 
uh, you know, like um, manufacturing of, of those types of things that you would use DNA sequencing. Huh, that, uh, pharmaceuticals, um, wow. uh, plants, food, all different types of things like that. Wow. Um, that, that, it's it's up 20% today. Okay. That, and that's a real small cap stock, right? Oh, for sure. It's uh, okay. market cap is uh, market value. Uh, I was going to like their market cap is really small because their value. Um, let's see. It's a few market billion, cap right? is 7 billion. Okay. All right, Brian. Now let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Tesla has been on quite the run. Now for the year, they're up 78% now. 78%. That's amazing. Yes. There was a good time to buy Tesla, it looked like. It is because, you know, they peaked last February and then March was kind of a bottom right right around now. Remember it. So you have relatively easy comps compared to a month ago, easy comps. Yeah. Is that yeah. run going to continue, Brian? What do you make of that? It yeah, they, they like had some price going. increases. I don't think the customer base for Tesla is going to balk at the price increases. They haven't in the slide. No one has. No. Now is the time. Because to it's not just Tesla. Every other car company is increasing their prices as well. Uh, Tesla still is uh, delivering product. I know that they had a... Uh, closure for COVID in China, but that was only for a matter of days that they were going to be closed. Yeah, mm -hmm. Tesla is going to be very, very powerful continuing. It, um, let me ask you this question. Now, right when the podcast started, we asked ourselves, will one day Elon be the richest person in the world? And we both said yes and have yeah. a lot quicker we thought. Will one day Tesla be the most valuable company in the world, Brian, even for a minute? Um, I think so. It just depends because I would say if he still had, um, if, if SpaceX was part of Tesla rather than separate, I mean, I, I think never will was, be. there'd be no, a good possibility for that. But I, I think going in the future, depending on how far out you want to go, I would say yeah. SpaceX could be the most valuable company what? ever at some point. SpaceX? Yeah, Danny, you're not looking at the big picture that Apparently he I'm not. When he gets to hey, Mars, spell it out for I, when he gets to Mars and-, and Oh, uh, fuck. Look, when he gets to Mars, well, yeah, cool. Because when I get to Venus, we'll wave at each other. When he gets to Mars, oh my God, Brian. Okay, the, uh, the opportunities, away. the opportunities the of space travel, the opportunities uh -huh. of space mining. It's you know, I, I know space mining. Oh yeah. fuck, Danny, you think Stop. that it's like Brian, science fiction, but it's going to be science facts. And Danny, I don't know what you're talking. It's science stupid, is what you, Brian. Come on, Brian, get a fucking. You've got to do an imagination. You've got to push your imagination out there and see the. Yeah, future, not my Danny. wallet, not, not my future. crypto wallet. I won't, Brian. Okay, that that is so many maybes. And this is the reason that you invested Dogecoin. This is the reason that you invested. No, it's. <laughs> you want to have a currency to go along with okay. it. He is Please, going okay. to push space travel right. to right. like Star Trek levels someday. I'm telling okay. you, he's, he's the father of this. This is going Brian. to happen. And, Brian, for and your own good. SpaceX listen, is going to be the most to well, wealthy company ever. Okay, Brian, I know we're 50-50 partners. You probably have 51 to 49, but I'm making an executive decision. If you have to count on futuristic space mining on Mars as part of a market cap equation, I'm fucking out, dude. Come on, dude. I'm out. Kidding. I'll take X on drilling. Let's, let's just look back five years, Danny. If you're going to take that five-year spectrum of okay, where yeah, was okay, Still not on Mars. Years. Still okay. not back on the moon. It's Hold been on a second. Hold on a second. Five years. Uh -huh. Did anybody talk about SpaceX? No. No. And now, five years later, SpaceX is launching every single week rockets. Did anyone, did, did anyone talk about Unity? Nope. Tesla? Nope. 
Zoom, nope, Shopify, Actually, can nope. we talk about Unity? Because I remember in gaming, people would use the Unity platform. So okay, you're wrong on that. Guys in I'm just saying that in five years, the changes that we've made, that we now have our NASA astronauts are carted up there by Elon Musk's rockets. Okay. Hanny. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. I don't know much about physics, obviously, but the difference between getting into orbit, which we've been doing for 60 years, Comparing to mining shit on Mars, bringing it back and selling it, and that's your market cap play, is a lot more than five years, dude. I love Star Trek. You know well, okay, I mean? I'm not saying that it's going to be five years. I didn't say that. I just said okay. in the future, SpaceX is not going away and only going to be the company oh. that if you can get a piece of now, when it, whenever it becomes public, you are going to be well rewarded Okay. years down the road. Possibly, but on the off chance the mining Mars system doesn't go as planned, if that slight probability does, then you're in the tank. I don't know. I'll stick to Etsy and Salesforce. I don't know. I'm out on that one, Brian. Salesforce? Yeah. Penny, holy mackerel. Okay. We need to They have on. a Salesforce just, tower in San Francisco. It's my stomach built. is turning over this conversation. Okay, you, please. And you know what's funny is we're not on uh, YouTube at all. Uh, I'm looking at Danny's background, and it's Dogecoin yeah. Yeah. on the moon. And, and what else is on the moon? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And who's... There's a flag, a Doge flag. Is that right, Brian? Yes, there is. Okay, tell everyone who's holding the flag up. Sheep. <laughs> a dog in a spacesuit is holding it because it's laughably stupid. Yes, and it has those little cat carriers. As a, like, everybody's taking their dogs everywhere. They're taking them on planes. You think they're not going to take their dog into space? My dog right, going to space have, with okay. Danny. I'm also up four and a half percent. We're up 0.36 since we start talking. <laughs> I'm going to save you because we're buddies. Tell us about your crypto killings you've been making, Brian. And don't oh, yeah. So crypto, remember the last time we talked, this is a week ago, I talked about yes. um, Dogecoin, right? And I yeah. talked about just crypto in general. Well, hold on. I'm going to give you some credit. You specifically text me and we told us the podcast mm -hmm. that crypto, you had a feeling it would go on a really big run and it was 11 yep. cents at the time. Yeah. And you were very certain about it. You rarely will email me and call me on one subject and you mm -hmm. did. Okay. Now, now, where is it at now? When you said that, it was just barely at 11. Yeah. So now it's a uh, 14 and a half cents. It was all the way up to 15. Let me take a look today. I mean, this isn't over yet. So I just want to you know make sure that you understand that we're not done with this run. This is just getting started. My, my um, thesis is that we've got um, two to three months of uh, to see like a really big momentum in crypto and in crypto in general, as well as Doge in specific. Yeah, Doge specifically. Um, I think Sheep specifically. And once again, I think uh, coinciding with this Robinhood news, when the when they start adding these altcoins um, to their uh, trading platform, it's going to accelerate those things as well. We're going to have new money coming in. Um, when there's a wallet, people are going to be able to um, actually use some of the coins. Not that everybody is. I think everybody's speculating still, but I think that it's just going to become more and more mainstream and we're going to have a crypto run over the next three months into summer. Okay, so, so far so good. So you have redeemed yourself from your ridiculous Mars space mining, Brian. <laughs> okay, well, okay, Virgin Galactic is up 11%. Okay, so let's do let's do hype and hate because Virgin Galactic is um, on my hype and hate. So I'm only- Hold on, hold on. Why what? couldn't I have a plan to segue that But I had no idea that was the case. Okay. Shit. All right. It's so, like I planned that. Okay. Yeah, please. Uh, so All right, hyper hate your start. Hyper hate is the three stocks we each pick. We both have money on to us. It's very serious for the most part, a couple jokes once in a while, but we're going to put money on it. So version Galactic, tell us about it, Brian, up 12% today. 
Okay, so I've actually never purchased Virgin Galactic uh, at this. That is a miracle for the fucking space miner on Mars. No, no, no. I'm I have purchased it. I just never purchased it at this low of a price. I kind of traded this when it was. I think my first entry in it was like fourteen, fifteen, and then traded it up to thirty. So at this point, it's still even though it's had a run because I'm it's up twelve percent today. So it's already running and there might be more risk, obviously. What is their revenue on this? Do they even they literally even have a dollar of revenue in their history? No, no, no. This is free revenue, pre-anything. This is just a, a giant uh, space hole that they're shoveling money in at the moment. But, so can, can I take a wild guess that Charlie Munger has not invested in this company? <laughs> yeah, Charlie hasn't. Uh, oh but I'd love God. to see. I love, you know what they should do is uh, they should give uh, Munger and... Um, uh, Berkshire, what's his name? Buffett. Buffett. They should yeah. give them tickets, and uh, both of those guys should, Never you know, heard. fly on a Virgin Galactic or. Hey, when is Elon, when is Elon Musk going to go? The other guys did it. When is he going to go? He's all talk. Get on the thing if you're so set on it, right? No, no. I think, this space? You know, I think he gets queasy. Um, he doesn't like to travel like that. He's very, um, you know, he, he that's not his style, my friend. He likes well, to be behind the scenes, making things happen. And not participating. He doesn't okay. need to go on there. And he's not going to start another Twitter. So let's just not even go there. Okay, back to Virgin Galactic. Yeah. So Virgin I Galactic. I would love to hype it, Brian. Because I, I, I think that now we're seeing this. Look, it's a little, you know, it's hard to buy on such an update. But it's easy to get excited that, hey, this has a lot of room that it could go up um, if people start getting behind this again. So it is completely crushed over the past six months. Um over the past six months, it was at $25 with its high. It's got as low as $679, but right here around $10, $11. God, it's so interesting to- I'm just, okay, Brian, risk. for a high risk trade, which I, do, if I was going to high risk it, I won't spend my money. If I was in the risk and trade business, this is worth it right now because it's at such a low. It could get acquired. Something could happen. Just a fluke thing, and then I'd sell it and run for the hills. So Not acquired. a high-risk trade, I will hype it. What needs to happen is, you know, it needs to get more paying customers, more regular Shift flights. Those mm-hmm. are the things that make it change. So when they, start, yeah. when they start bringing down that price point, um, not to that it's affordable to everyday person. We can't figure sure. that's not going to happen anytime soon. Right. But if they can just, you know, start having more flights, booking more yeah. travel, doing, doing this. Um, yeah, this could so be. So we're rooting, we're, I'm rooting for them. And I will give, because of that, I will say for high risk trade, yes. Are you going to hyper hate it yourself, Brian? I'm hyping it. I'm hyping it. I'm, I haven't uh, put any money into it again, but boy, you know, yes. now looking at it, if there's a pullback, you know, from, from this 12% up today, um, yeah. I might grab okay. it. All right. Next one up, Brian. Next one up, uh, Alphabet. So this is a little early too. I like Alphabet uh, at, at uh, 1500 and it's had an amazing run all, all the way up to 3000. Um, and they had announced their split, which will probably happen a few months from now, maybe even a little bit longer. Looking for a buying opportunity at Alphabet. Do you do you hype or hate it? I think I'm always, you know, I own it is when you want it. One of my biggest holdings, one of my best profits. Um, it's a little bit up from its, you know, it's down to 25, now it's 28. I'm gonna say buy and hold on Google. Again, I'm looking for 10 to 20 percent of this over the course of five years. Um, PE ratio is 25, it's worth almost two trillion. Love how it's run everything about it it's just going to be a slowing curve as it gets bigger but of course i'm, I'm gonna love this just they're the advertising machines in the history of mankind humankind so, so love it think- love what they do i love that they just finally diversified off of off the, the google search engine with youtube specifically love them 
So we're both hyping this, but okay. So if I'm going to buy this, am I getting too cute by thinking to myself, I'm going to buy this in two, two segments. I'm going to buy before the split sometime probably in the next month. And then I'm going to hold um, money available to buy after the split, because usually what happens is, is it'll get euphoric after, you know, when the split happens, people will jump in. Cause all of a sudden it looks like, you know, Oh, it's so much cheaper. You know, it's only $150 per share. And then, um, you start to see people selling out of that and it'll go down. This is what happened with Tesla. Probably what'll happen with Google. So maybe get real. Either one, you know, it's, it's, it's either one, buy it once, buy it whenever. I think this case you buy it anytime in the last five years, you'll never guess the high and low. You want to split it, split it. You want to buy it, buy it. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I have no idea, but I know both in the long term is good. Okay. Um, I don't see why this will be a three, four, five trillion dollar company one day. So, all right. So the next one, um, I'm interested. I, I have several Kathy stocks, but I definitely, you know, um, narrowed them down over the past couple of months that I don't have a huge amount of exposure. But getting into ARKK, which is the innovation fund, should it be, is this a good opportunity at 70? Obviously, at 40 and $50 was a great opportunity. Right. This is her kind of signature, the innovation ETF. Is yeah, this correct? is the innovation fund. Is it a, a 70 bucks, $71 today? Is this a good opportunity now to hop in and get on the Kathy Wood ride? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. I think so. Because again, the problem with trading is one of the challenges is you have two things that can go right or wrong. One is buy low, two is sell high. You have to guess two things correct for that to work. Okay. Very difficult to do. The low has been 52. The high is 132. Now is a good time to buy. If you're counting on the, the crash, the tech crash is over, Brian, mm-hmm. and we are somewhere to the bottom. It might bounce around for a while as a buy and hold. Yes. Because if you look back five years, this thing has doubled. Now, had, had you sold the peak, which is now over a year ago, it would have quadrupled. So a lot of it's the corrections came. Mm-hmm. The post-COVID, it seems to do out. If you do long-term, if you like this, absolutely buy. And she's done a lot of um, of management of the ARK K fund because which, which is on, but that's sold ongoing, a lot. Right? Yeah, she's gotten out of a lot of stocks, whether it was a good move or not. She definitely has rejiggered um, her. And that'll, that's probably a constant thing. But my main reason is a crash, which we all had feared and talked about since the podcast begun has already seemingly ended or it's near the near the bottom the <laughs> worst is clearly over so going forward yes and you got to figure she'll be better at this just as you said it as she tweaks everyone gets better the longer they do something ideally yeah uh, smart person great track record we like her root and force i'm going to hype this one as well right so you have cool. fully right. so, yourself you're hyping as well i assume right i'm hyping it as well especially at this price i'm, I'm tempted um, okay cool what do you got Okay, so I have a theme going, which we've had before, so okay. we'll do it. Uh, the first, it's going to be all streaming. The first one is Paramount, which has done well for me. Paramount Global used to be Viacom, whatever. We've talked about ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. Uh, the P.E. ratio is under six, Brian. Under six is a P.E. ratio. Dividends wow. 249. Market cap's 25 billion. Apple just won the Academy Award. Um, we'll avoid the Will Smith jokes. Hopefully, we're all sick of that by now. Um, no, we won't. Uh, is Apple just won their uh, the best picture? So you see clearly the power shift is going to streamers are essentially taking over Hollywood. As you know, you're in the business, probably taking over. Paramount seems like the best of the tier two ones, I guess, for lack of a better term. You put HBO, Netflix, and Disney in the tier one. 
great acquisition target. They've had a little bit of a rebound. They're at 38. Hyper hate it, Brian. Yeah, I'm going to slap you on this one like Will Smith did to Chris Rock. And I, knew say, it was coming. I, knew it was I, I, I don't think you should, for, for all the streamers, uh, this one seems like a big nothing. Like I wouldn't, okay. I don't think there's any way to accelerate this to get great gains. I just see, you know, maybe you're going to, this is almost like the AT&T of streamers. I'd stay away from it. Okay. Well, there's nothing the, exciting going on here. Just, you know, the uh, we have a VIX for Brian's redemption today and it just plummeted. <laughs> dead wrong, no, I'm going to hype. Are you hyping it? I'm, like, I'm going to hype and hold it. Yes. Cause I'm convinced. I love the, in the meantime, you need a dividend, Brian. Okay, right. this you, is one of my. You've always been. You've never talked about the dividend being a positive thing. You always want growth. You always like don't send this. Don't send it back to the shareholders. I want people to. I want the companies to invest in the future. I would agree, and if I would run the company, I'd pull it immediately. But I don't run the company. That's how it is. So people like it. Danny doesn't. We'll take it. Okay, I'm gonna hype. You are gonna hate. Okay, the next one we've talked about ad nauseum. Talked a lot, but it's Curiosity Stream is at three dollars. Mm. Oh, that wow. came out at 10. The only thing wrong with this company was it got overvalued. You're yeah. looking like at $20 million a year in revenue. It's very small. The reason I've always liked this one, there's two big reasons. One, the guy that did Discovery Stream, I'm sorry, Discovery Channel, founded <laughs> this. As Discovery Channel morphed away from its roots and got the reality stuff, he was not into it. He cashed out. He did this one, made it a SPAC. Same basic principle, documentary, truth-based stuff. The other is I like it is their cost of content is astronomically lower. They have a different model than it is for Apple or Netflix. You have to pay for the, for the talent. And the talent is in parentheses, as we've seen. Okay. So Curiosity Stream, dirt cheap, is overvalued, admittedly. I bought in too early. $3 a share, Brian. Again, higher risk streamer. Acquisition targets easy, 158. Market cap, it was over a billion. What do you say, Brian? Is there enough runway for this thing to get going? Yeah, I think I'm going to hype this one with you, Danny, if you're hyping it, because I think that the the, the share price down at three bucks is uh, super valuable and the risk is already s- scraped out of it. I think, think there's much more risk. And in fact, I'm looking at the results for fourth quarter 2021. They're yeah. up 140% for revenue year over year. Yeah. And for... Um, well, they're, they're, they're small numbers. They're losing, but they're going the right direction. The yeah, right inter- international also up 50%. It. Right. If you, anyone likes documentaries, it's like $15 a year or 20 or something. It's so cheap. They're raising the price, though. They are raising the price, which I think is probably which is good. Because they can. Yeah. They, right, yeah. You raise it because you can. So as a stockholder, I love it as a thing. Otherwise, I don't as a user. Yeah. Okay, so we're both hyping that one. Again, most of the high values cleared out. A lot of stocks were great. But they're, they're just ruined by their share price. I think Charlie Munger said that, and it's very true. Yeah. So the last one, as we've talked about, is Discovery, which is still down. Discovery Warner. Uh, market cap still at $13 billion, which is cheap. Again, I'm saying cheap, Brian, because Disney bought 20th Century Fox without the Fox News and sports, which are the real moneymakers. And they spent $73 billion for it, which is wildly overpaying. And it's kind of overlooked. Uh, terrible buy, in my view, but they did it. But if that's worth $75 billion, how is Warner Brothers Discover not worth $13 billion? Hmm. It's like a sixth. So based on those things that people have already paid, so it's, that's not a theory, it's a fact. Discovery Channel still could be absorbed by Apple at any given time. Rather, they did have an older PE of 17. It's a profit-making company, a little bit. But Discovery Warner Brothers, successful merge, all the airs out of the bubble, the last year, it's down 
It is a market high in the last year of 21 to 46. And right now it's only at 26. So it's still close to low. Discovery warrant, Brian. Hyper hate. Oh, I got you stumped. Look at this. I, I'm going to hate this one as well. I'm, I'm going to go on the side like of the board. Right now. What's that? You're like a sweating meme because you have that big, you have that look like, holy shit, I don't know what to do on this one. No, no, no. I know what to do. I'm going to hate it because it oh. seems more in the in the category of Paramount. Um, I know that it's come down, but it's successful still... streamers. Yeah. What a terrible category. Right. Uh, his, you know, decades of success. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, streamers that are second tier that don't really have a great niche. I think that that's mm -hmm. what they qualify for. Whereas your curiosity has a very specific niche. Like you said, low cost of acquisitions of the of the content, um, and, uh, hey Brian, Brian, and how many cable growth. channels? How many cable channels were successful? What? How many cable channels? Was it just one or two? Only one or two on your cable channel? Oh no, you, you can't you can't categorize that because yes, we yeah we can. It's called data. Yeah. <laughs> no, I yes. don't think that this can be considered similar to the cable channels stuff because there, this is, um, they're looking for a month. Like if you could go, if, if, uh, cause the cable channels could go get, get money from the cable companies, right? Because the cable companies were constantly trying to add more content. These are the content makers. And I just don't think that there's much growth in here for either one of these Paramount or the discovery. I think that you want to be with like a, a Netflix or Hulu, um, not even Hulu, but more Apple probably, if you're going to go after a streaming, um, you know, uh, acceleration for your stocks. So Warner Media with the Looney Tunes and all that Warner Brothers have. Nobody watches, have the kids don't know what Warner Brothers is. They don't know what Looney Tunes are. are that's you ridiculous. Okay, that's, you're that's you're not going to be watching that. That's classic. Kids I, I watch mean, YouTube. That's one of the most valuable IPs in history. Looney no Tunes? Question. Yes. Looney Tunes no is doubt. a property that is declining. I would not. Oh, that. no. Wrong. Okay. You're wrong. You, uh, okay. How much money did your son watch? He's watched a lot of it. When he's young, yes. Cartoons a shitload. Of course he did. I drew his head. He was indoctrinated into Looney Tunes. There is one, Brian. Is rarity. Wait, listen. This is a good one. Bug slaps Daffy and his bill just goes around his head like an orbit. It's hysterical. <laughs> that shit's gold. That's gold. Okay. Uh, by the way, SoFi's up 10%. I just got yet another Robin Hood. Okay. So you're going to hate successful businesses for decades that have dominated industry. Okay. That's fair enough. That seems like a good plan. And good luck with this. Brian. <laughs> Okay, we got to wrap this up, Brian. All right, yeah. what's going to happen coming up the next week? Up, down, give us, and don't be the Brian Bummer or Brian Buzzkill. Let's have a happy one. Bright Brian, okay? All right. I'm no more da Danny Downer, okay? All right. I, I think that um, we're going to – it looks like we're going to finish strong today. I think that this week, um, if we don't – here's the thing. If we don't have bad news coming out of the Ukraine – um, I don't think the the financial markets um, are going to uh, get hurt. I think we just kind of, we're not going to have the same day as we're having today, but we're going to have probably more up days than down days. I'm, a, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, not uh, big jumps. I don't think that that would be a great thing for the market. I think that would uh, send us uh, into some pretty dark times, but we just need more gradual. So love these uh, pops, but I would rather have, you know, a two to 3% Updates. I like 10%. Um, I like 10% I like too. But what, what has happened and happened last week too is you had the great jump and then all of a sudden it went down four or 5%. And then the next day it wasn't great either. So, well, um, well the, VIX, the VIX is way down. It's really way down versus okay. the volatility. So, right. hopefully, what you're saying will come to pass. So, you're not too worried about the inflation, no, uh, no. recession. 
No. Not as much. No, I think it's got to be priced in by now. Yeah, that's what I think. So, the markets have, have been dealing with that for a few months now, this whole year, in fact. So yeah. I think that uh, as long as um, we have, you know, not an acceleration of problems from the Ukraine that we start to make some headway. It there. looks like uh, they're, they have essentially a miracles happen there. So good for them. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the fight in the dog. So good for the Ukrainians, by the way. Oh yeah. Okay, Brian, that's good news. We're paying $6 a gallon and stock markets going up. That's got to mean something, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, if we look back and we see that, um, you know, anytime a Hollywood celebrity slaps another Hollywood celebrity and we have this big uptick the next day, I vote for more slapping. Oh, my gosh. And he just sat down and got an award, got a standing ovation minutes later. Mm -hmm. What have we been saying? Men in conflict resolution. Violence is the first tool they go to. Sad. Okay, so good news. Stocks are up. We will talk to you soon. Yeah. Um, You can reach us at the stock hypers at gmail.com if you want to tell us what your hype and hate is. Um, we wanted to, uh, we were talking, we wanted to say hi to our, um, our to our listeners in uh, Germany and in France and in Australia who have been uh, accelerating over there. So thanks. I'm assuming you guys are passing us around. I love it. Um, if you get a chance, like and subscribe to our podcast and um, check out whatdidkathybuy.com. And that's it. Happy stonks. Happy stonks. The Stock Hypers. We are